0: This is Missioning, Global Interactions podcast and a space to explore all things mission. Hello, thanks so much for being here today. I'm Solari, Global Interactions Next Generation Specialist. For this episode of Missioning, we're trying something a little bit different. This is the first of our thematic episodes. And and what I mean by that is that we're asking the same question to three different people. So our question today is, what would you tell yourself at the start of your mission journey? You'll probably also notice that episodes are a lot shorter than normal. Most missioning episodes will still be the longer form interviews, but we'll kind of intersperse them with more bite-sized thematic episodes like this one. Let us know what you think of these different formats that we're bringing forward. What questions would you like us to ask the guests? Head to www.globalinteraction.org.au forward slash missioning, and you can share some of your questions or ideas and stories. Okay, let's get into it. Millard, you've been serving in Lebanon with Joyce and your family for 19 years. You have so much passion for the gospel. I loved chatting with you for episode 21 of Missioning. And can I just say, I would encourage anyone who hasn't listened to that to go back and be inspired by it. I certainly was. But today we're here to ask one question, Millard. What would you tell yourself at the start of your mission journey?
1: I would tell myself that uh, unless the Lord builds a house, I labor in vain, and it's not by power, not by my, by my spirit, says the Lord. And I need to be continually dependent on on the Lord daily, hourly, abiding in him uh, and and out of that doing whatever he wants and being about his business.
0: You stepped out onto the mission field and was it all you expected it to be?
1: So when we, when we got there, um, there were lots of challenges and lots of adjustments and uh, uh, so yeah, you had to really first become aware of the community you're in, become aware of the driving, become aware of how people think and how what people do and how they perceive you. Uh, there's a lot of learning at the beginning, a lot of observation. So I think uh, uh, for me, who's someone who is done gung-ho straight away, I was blessed that I knew the language, I knew the culture to an extent, uh, but still I had to be very uh, to hold back a little bit and and uh, uh, try to. Uh, Take in and uh, look and learn and see and feel and get to know so as much as I could. I think that was something that was very very helpful at the beginning and just just prepare myself uh, for those things.
0: Yeah, it's, le- you, it's what you're describing seems to it, it's just learning the l- layout of the land, um, and uh, and maybe when you're s- you're sitting in that space, you're you're listening to stories, you're listening to to those that you are beginning to encounter in your everyday.
1: Yeah, yeah, and enjoying them and just listening to them and hearing them and learning about them and, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, especially when you first start out. I know that many intercultural workers, as they first step out, it's it's quite daunting because they have to learn a language and they have to learn the culture and, and you are blessed to already have those in place Um, And you just kind of went straight into the actual learning of the stories and being able to hear and sit and sit in those spaces with them. Now, Lisa, you're the CEO of our partner NGO in South Asia and a former intercultural worker in Cambodia. Um, What would you tell yourself at the start of your mission journey?
1: It's not all up to you, Lise. It's not all up to you. It's up to God to do it. And you just need to get with His program. Um, yeah, quit striving and um, just seek Him. Seek first His kingdom. And um, all these things will be added unto you. He's got it. He has got it. He's got you. Um, he loves you. It's all, it's okay. Um, yes, your enthusiasm is great, but just. Um, yeah, just, just learn how to rest and walk with him. Um, you've got a lifetime to learn it all um, and um, you're still not going to know it all by the end. So <laughs> just, just be easy on yourself and on others and um, um, trust in his goodness.
0: Fantastic. Thank you. If you haven't listened to episode 22 of the podcast, then do go back and listen to the inspiring conversation I had with Lisa. Mike, you've literally just arrived in Southeast Asia to begin your long-term intercultural work. Praise God that you've arrived safely. Now, we'll frame this question a little differently to for you. What would you tell yourself at the start of your discernment journey?
2: Yeah, so looking back on, you know, from the beginning of even thinking about living this kind of lifestyle and a cross-cultural lifestyle and all that that means, I would Tell myself now, um, get ready to let people love you. That might sound a bit strange, but, you know, part of this journey or big part of this journey is actually being part of a team, relying on people for financial support and being very open and vulnerable uh, with people. And, you know, I've found that, you know, I've been so much more um, loved than I could have imagined just by getting into relationship with with my team um, with people at different churches that I've visited uh, and just yeah with, with friends and family as well like people are so um, yeah so ready to to give themselves for you so and that's yeah uncomfortable at times <laughs> definitely but yeah. yeah so so I would tell myself to get ready to let people love you yeah
0: that's a great answer absolutely Stella I remember starting out years ago um, going into uh, we were at y- a place called Youth Dimension, and um, a friend gave us some money towards it. And she said, "Oh, we're going to give you fifty dollars a month." And I was like, "No, really, don't do that. We'll be fine." And she's like, "Let me love you." Mm. Wow. I think that just resonates with me so much that, we you know, when we take those steps of faith to go and to connect with people and, and to take on this incredible um, journey, I think you've really nailed that
2: on the head. I might tell one little story. I've been waiting to tell this one for a while. Um, yeah. So one of the, the church groups that I visited was, um, it was like an elderly, um, congregation and their big thing was, yep. was prayer. Like, they were committed prayers. Um, I hadn't visited this this church before, but they apparently knew of me um, through our connections. And at the end of me sharing, I shared my story with them. And at the end of that, um, you know, they said, oh, can we pray for you? I said, yes, I'd love that. I, I knew they were great prayers. And so I stood up and then all these um, rather frail elderly folk kind of stood up and started walking over to me. And and one little old lady actually kind of had a, had a fall, tripped and fell on the ground and, you know, knowing oh, no. you know what what um, you know, what frail old ladies are like, I was thinking, well, there's the end of that. Like, we'll call the all the ambulance, and then I'm not going to get prayed for. And yeah. so I said, oh, you know, that's, that's no good. But she actually grabbed my hand um and and pulled herself up using using my body weight, and and said, I've been praying for you for the past ten years. I'm not going to lose this opportunity to pray for you now. And then she prayed for me and. Oh. It was great and then yeah, no ambulance was needed. So yeah, I was just like so wow. so like yeah, taken aback by like the strength of um little old ladies for a start. Don't underestimate the the strength, both both physical and you know, emotional, I suppose, strength of, of elderly folk. They're great. Um but yeah, just so taken aback by, you know, the, the the deep commitment that these people who I'd never met before already had for me. So yeah.
0: I love it. We do have some most incredible faithful supporters um, and we are so grateful for not just the financial but also the prayer support Mm -hmm. and the partnership that we've had over the years with so many incredible people. Thank you for sharing that story.
2: No worries.
0: You can hear more of Mike's story in our next episode of Missioning out on Thursday, the 5th of August. Thanks so much for joining us for this thematic episode. What did you think of the alternative format? Let us know at www.globalinteraction.org.au forward slash missioning. And if anything that we've talked about today sparks something in you and that you want to explore, please get in touch. We'd love to go on that partnership or discernment journey with you. You've been listening to Missioning and we can't wait to connect with you next time.